0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Formidable Me podcast. Don't be
1: scared. Try... You, you can get into anything. You might muck it up.
0: Action is the cure. Mindset is the magic sauce. Going
1: out and finding the, finding what you love to do, finding what you want to do, finding a way to do it, and just doing it. This is Talis Jarvis of Black Ops AV. Having that, that calmness in the stressful situation, which live entertainment is... And then,
0: you know, we have, you know, your background, which makes you look like a warlord. What makes a
1: good gun? What makes a good gun is what feels comfortable to you. Common man. Extraordinary success. He's happy. Also run Air Olympics, which is aerial and pole competition. We hold it in the U.S., but we have performers from all over the world come out. Hi, everybody. I'm David Whitlock and the host of the Formidable
0: Me podcast and channel. Welcome. My man. Welcome to the Formidable Me channel. How are you, my friend? I am fantastic. How about you? I'm doing great, Alice. Yeah, man. Getting, yeah? Through, the, getting through the lockdown period has been kind of weird and a little bit harder than I thought it would be. Yeah. You know, you find yourself a month into it going, oh, I'm just I'm getting a little bit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, antsy to get out and do something. Yeah, yeah I, the interaction. I mean, even... Just to go to a restaurant and sit with people, or to have a face-to-face <laughs> conversation. All right, for those, everybody yes. is Talis Jarvis, and uh, Talis and I, we go, we go way, way back. And uh, oh yeah, Talis, I really, I, I've always just really admired you so very much. You're just one of the most loyal friends, and you have Aww. such a solid core value of like integrity, and you also are famous for being a can-do. I, I know that Talus is the guy and I have called a couple times when I'm in my deepest, most horrible binds and Talus has been the guy to come in with these big, broad shoulders and he gets it done. He looks at any situation and he doesn't he's this cool look at it like alright, there's some death over there there's some blood over there let's solve the problem. <laughs> he's a get it done kind of guy and that That's interesting, especially because you started out as a kid who was just a kid on the crew. I think your story is awesome. I want to hear about how you went from what you were as a kid and tell us kind of what you're doing now and and how you got there.
1: Well, in my head, it's happened very quickly. But it was just yesterday we were doing shows on stage with you. At a community Uh, theater. Skating down to the high school to do some little show down there. You know, it started in junior high in the, in the theater, it started in high school, in community theaters, and then moved up to, before I was out of high school, I got up to Sierra, which is where I met you, and you taught me tons just to get me up and going. You were one of the guys I looked up to as a kid, trying to find where I was going, trying to find what I wanted to do. It, it was hard, but it was something I knew I needed to stay in. I'd tried other jobs, I'd tried going from cleaning a restaurant or doing fast food and just finding other jobs was not for me at all. So I stayed in the theater and I did what I could to stay in it, Uh, working long hours for little money or no money and doing what you had to, to get the show done. That's been a lot of driver my whole life is keeping that show going, keeping some show up. I, I love everybody out in the audience having the time of their lives and they look forward to this for, however long months, years, weeks, the community theater show, to a a speech in the park, to more recent now, the corporate shows we've been getting into, the joy on everyone's face as they, they see the show, and it's just magic for them, and yeah, you're one part of making that happen, and that's fun that they're having, what they look forward to, has always been a driver, a driver for me to make that happen which has always kept me in it and I still do it into to today which is you know know. so oh so so I went through community theater and I met you and I did a ton there and then I got up into the the corporate theater and the concerts and the touring and the as, as I've just found jobs and found companies to work for that from there I've ended up I I wanted to now teach teach in a loose term here I, I hit a point in the corporate career where I wasn't seeing the level of guys out in the crew here in Salt Lake City. And I, I wasn't seeing the level of what they could be and the the care for the detail of the show, the, the, the drive to make it happen. So I, I, one day after a show, I went to my current employer at the time with him. I said, look, I can't go further working for you guys. Here's my two weeks notice after our big season of shows. And I was like, look, here I quit. I, I'd still want to do shows for you. I'm still going to do it. I'm just going to go into freelance. I'm going to start my own thing. And took me that decision over the course of that show, which is like maybe a week Right. to go from, okay, maybe we could do something, start a little thing on the side to cool. I quit. Yeah. And we went and started a company, which is black ops, AV, which I, I run now, uh-huh. uh, which is a small company of me doing what I like to do project managing shows and td shows and all sorts of fun stuff like that which we'll get to more of here in a minute but I, I quit and i started that and i i went right to work i i was out maybe a week and a half i think mm-hmm. uh i was on the next gig freelancing for another local production company in town and brought a couple of guys with me that i had kind of worked with over the years and i started black ops av to start training them and training the next level of the next generation of crew that to take my place when I move on to some other thing uh and it's been a lot of fun it's just amazing
0: that you you go from in one moment you're wearing the hat of the security of you know you're paying me to work for you (laughs) then you said no because I'm frustrated I'm dissatisfied with the detail the the quality of these guys and I mean you're looking around going the number of people that really care they can be better we can raise the level and you're not teaching them so I'm going to try that and the next job you go to you're just like "Uh, I can help you finish your show and I'm going to bring some friends this is the formation of your company yeah no no business degree that kind of like yeah I got to just figure this out and then you went from doing your first job was a little job and then you just kept talking to people, reputation. And that yep. grows, that
1: just grows until you're taking oh, yeah. major corporate. I've never taken out advertising. I've never spent anything. It's all word of mouth meeting face to face. I get the next job from the last job, right? The The quality that we put out, they can see that, that, you know, we were able to put out a good product for them that they like to see. and the and we're good people to be around. I, I always push, I push a lot to, to stay calm, to control the situation that you're in. The building could be burning down. Like you were saying, there's a little blood over there, some death over there, that's on fire, but you know what, hey, we're gonna go over here and then we'll put that out in a minute. Having that, that calmness in the stressful situation, which live entertainment is full of stressful situations. It's, we live on that stress, we do our best work 100 miles an hour that's when we do our best work
0: there's so many awesome <laughs> principles here that you you keep touching on and throwing out but you know people do their best work when they're busy you get the most done when you're going 100 miles an hour and that's what covid19 has kind of like unhinged a lot of people I, yeah I with me like just not having an eight o'clock i gotta be there deadline means I can sleep in a little bit. Uh, Everything just kind of, without that pressure, I kind of feel like I've come unhinged
1: a bit. How big is your company now? Eight people that I I hire at a pretty consistent basis, but then I've got another five or six that we use randomly, you know, more of a, sure. they're here and they, and they learn a lot and we've come in and we'll do classes and on our off time, we'll try to like bring all those guys in and we'll have a, a Vectorworks class or a, uh, console class and try to keep keep our skills sharp keep our mind on top of the show so we when it does come back we are still functional in what we're doing and okay. we still know what's going on all right
0: for another interesting thing about <laughs> talus jarvis is this on the side of of that business which is kind of on the cool right now with with uh, the lockdown being what it is you mentioned earlier the haunt i know that you, oh yeah i know that you love to to work personally with aerial artists and teach and train them, which is- We astir- do a lot of that, yes. It, it's not a profit-making center. And then, you know, we have, you know, your background, which makes you look like a warlord, but it's, it's a hobby and- Oh you have yeah. A, you definitely have a, a voice on this, which is,
1: it's exciting. So let's round out the rest of, of Black Ops. I've been a part of Haunted House since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Since before I met you and was in theater. Right. I was working with haunted house guys, doing stuff in, in my little town and our little home haunt off the front porch when I was 10, 11 years old. But now it's gotten to, we we work with uh, Fear Factory out of Salt Lake City. And we do all of their technical animatronics to lighting to audio to patron flow to uh, just general work around the sh- around the property to get water places and power and things like that. And I bring my whole team in on that and that's kept them, their minds occupied and them busy. And we've rebuilt about half the haunt since December for next year. And we did, we opened a couple weeks ago uh, for a Friday, Friday, Saturday, halfway to Halloween. In the middle of COVID, in the middle of all this going on, in the middle of shutdowns, we got the okay to open. We had about, I think it was 2,000 or or 1,500. I think we ended up with like fifteen or 1,800 people that we could send through a night. And there was a whole bunch of different changes for that. Uh, so this is... all of that for them. And that's, you know, the, I, they tell me it's the top, one of the top haunts in the world right now. It's massive. It's big.
0: And, and it's as much a hobby and a passion as it is also. Our, it employs
1: people. You're able to like yeah. keep people working. Been a savior for a lot of us. And then, oh, with the aerial arts. We do a lot of aerial arts work around town.
0: For people that don't know what aerial arts are.
1: It's anybody that dances in the air that hangs from a fabric or a silk or a hammock or a, a lira, the hoop, an aerial hoop, trapeze, uh, aerial pole or pole, straps, chains, any, anything that hangs and dances, does that performance above all of that. Mm-hmm. Is kind of big, encompassing in aerial arts. We work with a lot of the studios in town just to go in and check. Oh yeah, your rigging's okay. This is fine. I've gotten real close with one studio in town. Shay and Jen and myself also run Air Olympics, which is aerial and pole competition. We hold it in the U.S., but we have performers from all over the world come out. How uh, many people
0: will be at that uh, competing, participating?
1: Because of everything going on, we're a little low, but it's about a hundred and twenty. I mean. competitors 110 uh over a three-day competition and, it, and it just every category from juniors i think our oldest was lady was 60 something mm-hmm. down to like six-year-olds uh and everyone in between performing on every apparatus you can think of mm-hmm. uh and we run that competition a few times a year a couple of regionals throughout the country and then a big one in salt lake how uh, old is
0: this uh this venture it's like seven I think this is our seventh
1: year we do the whole production from video and we shoot video the whole thing and edit it and give it to the girls photos of the whole thing actually we've transitioned as this COVID thing's going on to shooting a lot of podcasts and live streams for people but making the transition to where we can and still putting the show on yeah, that's a
0: great skill set to be able to look at your situation right now again there's some death there's some carnage there's some fire <laughs> and going all right this is a whole new, this is a whole new playground. What's the game? And you're going to, you're going to take advantage of that rather than being a victim yeah. of the situation and waiting for someone else to bring you the, the opportunities.
1: No, it's really I love go, that about going you. out your, and finding the, finding what you love to do, finding what you want to do, finding a way to do it and just doing it. Do you think that uh, this new awareness
0: now, of you know, the ability to, have so much of the workforce in the world be working from home or does that present new opportunities for everybody?
1: I I think it'll change more of the corporate world than it will entertainment Mm -hmm. because you can't get away from the feeling of going to a show and seeing Whatever it is, you cannot get that from a camera, from a monitor, right. uh, out of your car in a parking lot. You know, seeing a beautiful sunset is great. See, Sitting there and watching it with your significant other, your best friend, whoever that happens to be, is that much better. It's enjoying something or digging a ditch. Right. You know? Right. Down to, I'll, I'll go dig a ditch all day if I have to. Amen. And, but I'd rather go dig a ditch with somebody to come with me. It doesn't matter what it is. It's just funner to do it with a buddy.
0: All right, now, what? yeah, th- there needs to be a moment where we, we make sure we talk about your guns because uh, that's something I, that's going to send people one way or the other,
1: and it's interesting and fascinating, and, and I love it. This is my desk in my office and where I work most days. I think they're a lot of fun. I enjoy building them. I enjoy tweaking them. I enjoy shooting them, so and they're cool, so pretty. The wood, the marbling, the all of it. It's just a lot of fun for me. And I enjoy having them. And what makes a good gun? Being it, what makes a good gun is what feels comfortable to you. 100% you, I, I have stupidly expensive guns and I've got stupidly cheap guns that are just more fun and gags. And they're both fantastic. Being able to lay down and hit a eight inch target at a thousand yards is a lot of fun for me and again to do it with somebody cuz you always have a buddy out there spotting for you and then he gets his turn and we'd just go shoot paper or something at a 1000 yards down to shooting tin cans off the back porch with a BB gun yeah old school red rider BB gun that you lever action and and it's something that I've I've grown up with it's utah's perfect. very gun friendly something i've just grown up with yeah, yeah. and it's kind of, kind of i late. love having them i and Hey, when the talk, to the, current yeah. news, they're yeah, great but, security, okay. knowing how to use them, training your others to know how to use them. Yeah. We enjoy having them and then we have them all the time. And it's a security thing for us right now is having them and knowing how to use them, knowing what to do with them, treating them all as they're loaded, all these things that everyone gets taught along the way right. that we teach everyone along the way. And we will gladly take anybody that wants to go out and has never shot a gun, but is willing to try, teach them what they need to know. It's It's that same thing, not being scared of going into something. Just if you're willing to come and do it, and it really goes with just about anything, and that we help with everybody across the board. If you're willing to to come and do it and show me you want to and put the work in, we'll gladly come help you. We'll gladly do what we need to do to make that happen.
0: I really want to dig into that a bit. Of of the things that you teach, because one of the themes has kind of been throughout all of this, is that, you know, you're, you want to raise the level of the guys around you. You bring them in so you can teach them. aerial arts, you're teaching them. You're keeping guys there. What is, it, what is it that you, if there's one message you're hoping these kids get from you,
1: what are the things that you're like, you really want them to learn? That's a hard one to boil down to. Don't be scared. Try, you, you can get into anything. You might muck it up. It might suck. It'll be the worst two days of your life or whatever it is.
0: Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's going to be. It's going to. Yeah. Gonna and, it. but don't be
1: scared to go into it. Don't be scared
0: to, to try something else. And in that moment, uh, I would also say that to work for someone like Talis, first of all, who has that mindset. So for those of you that are managers or leaders in any capacity to create that environment for the people around you is one thing that has that makes them tenaciously loyal to you. And, and and someone that could come along and offer them a little bit more money. But to work for somebody who says, try something, make a mistake. I don't care, it doesn't threaten your job security, it doesn't threaten our friendship and relationship. I want you to try something new, don't be afraid, make a mistake. Creating that environment creates
1: a loyalty that cannot be threatened with guns or better <laughs> offers. with better offers or moving on or whatever uh and yet you encourage them to move on when the time is there absolutely and and to go do another thing like if any of them had a show come up to go on a tour Mm-hmm. go i encourage afraid. you to go if you need help let's do this and go do that that three month, six month, one year tour because i'll still be here when you get done when you get back right and i'll still bring you back and we'll still do some shows like you like you'd never left but you'll be that much more you'll have that much more experience out in the world and that's getting that experience doing the shows doing whatever it is don't be afraid to, yeah, yeah don't be afraid go do it like cool you're going to teach these kids how to build a set I've never built a set before. I don't know how to use a drill. Cool, Will, we leave tomorrow, so let's go learn. Okay, the next one, stay calm. Because I push that one a lot. Why? Staying calm allows you to see what's coming up easier and react better to the situation at hand. It, it allows you to help assess what other people are doing. Uh, stop that person from running into that hole in the ground. Stop yourself from doing something stupid. Mm-hmm. Don't jump to that conclusion so quickly. Because that's what you're focused on, Ooh. and I uh, I that's see a struggle a with that one a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gary V. Love yeah, him. he was he was on a show, and I sat backstage and watched, listened to him go, and was like, oh, s- slow to react but quick to act. That actually makes kind of good sense. So I put his Instagram up, and he puts so much material out there every single day that it, it makes my head hurt. Yeah, I love them too. And I, but I do,
0: I agree with you. I know what you're saying. Then, you know, a person can like sit and look at all this good stuff all day long and not get out and actually do stuff. So yeah, one of my things is, you know, yeah, read, study, listen. I, I love it. I love it. But at the end awesome. of the day, man, action, action. Get out. Action and works. Because you will learn as do you do it. Action is the cure to everything. And your mindset, that's the magic sauce. You need them both. Yeah. Start go go pick up a drill and just start drilling. And now now I'll teach you how to stay calm, but get the drill first. Go get the drill.
1: Walk. Pick it up to work. So that's one of my what are your pet peeves? Whining when you did it to yourself. Notorious in our industry to go out and drink till they black out and then complain the next day of a hangover and you can't function and things like that. And it's like you did this to yourself, so keep working or go home. Irritates me enough to not want to hire them anymore. You can do whatever you want in your in your off time, but it still reflects on you. As much as people don't say that, whatever, it doesn't matter. It still reflects on who you are. We we live, we work in such an industry that, hey, I got to load in now. Can you guys get down here? So, or, hey, we're off early tonight, but we have an early start tomorrow morning. So they all go off. They all go get a little too shit-faced, a little too drunk because uh, they're out of town. They're at a hotel bar. They're not in their normal situation, and they can't function to get the job done, to do what they need to do. And it just, it makes it to not want to hire them anymore. You are a guy who can handle yourself and you did show up bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, but still
0: you you have kind of changed your whole game uh, to yes. where you're, you're not staying up drinking anymore. Uh, no. You can pick an occasion, but
1: how did that come about? Yeah. How did you make that shift? I think a lot of things in my life changed within a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I, I got into a pretty serious relationship. The woman I'll spend the rest of my life with. And that's been probably one of the best things that happened to me so far. But then, you know, growing up and realizing that I, I can't do that every night. I can't make that happen anymore. I, I, now I know that people rely on me to do what, if I don't do what I do and make happen, Everybody else suffers because now I have so many people relying on me to do that job, so they can do their job, that they can do with their stuff in the morning. That took a lot of it out of me. That mm-hmm. took away the drive for it. I have so much fun with what I'm doing and where I'm at that mm-hmm. I don't need to go out and lose myself in that. From that, I still love everything I do here, which is just as much fun for me. Right. You know, it, since COVID, we started having, we've started our own little farm out here. We've got a good sized garden going, chicken coop and two dozen chickens, rabbits out here. Having those things are a lot of fun for me.
0: We talked about this one time because I also i I've burned up an awesome amount of years and money on drinking oh and the money. Oh, uh, I know that tomorrow's success like what i what I really want to do tomorrow that success really hangs in the balance tonight. I want to get to bed because i want I want so bad tomorrow to be. Productive, right? And those hours, yeah. and I think better. I make better decisions. My reaction yes. time's better. My yes. state pump, all of that. Yes, it's just a healthy thing. And somehow I found myself never. I didn't quite ever say, "God, I need to stop drinking. I want to stop drinking." I just, yeah. My focus shifted over to, "Oh, I got to get to bed because tomorrow morning I'm getting up." For me, it was a, it was a running exercise, and there was a shift in what I wanted. And yes. And and I knew that the drinking was in the way, and I knew that the nighttime—that time—is precious, man. You only got twenty-four hours, man. You're gonna burn six of them right there, minimum yeah. six hours gone at the bar in the hangover. And I was like, I need more time, and I can't—I can't burn it like that.
1: I mean, that's a fantastic way to put it. My my shift of what I wanted change. I I want to make this company successful. I want to push this further. I I, I know that entails me doing all this other work and I have to do all this work now instead of doing what I want to go do Mm -hmm. because I I want to go out and drink I want to go spend time in the canyon this weekend and shoot guns with all of our old buddies and I want to go out and do that but I know that I want to make area olympics happen we just got told a bunch of really bad information so we have to rewrite our whole plan because we have to turn that in Monday morning I want to make that happen I know I need to stay here and do that
0: i'm going to point out your language here too i I've, it's interesting that you, you know, there was one one time you said i got to do this and then consistently since then you said i want to do this i really want to make that happen and that shift that, that's significant yeah. what's going on inside of you and i love that like i want to do it um tell me this about you know success from the other side of the fence people will look at Talis and go man that's a success
1: a success story what what for you she is a what is success? hot mess that's a disaster is what I feel like. But <laughs> success <laughs> is a messy desk. I, as I'm staring at like six projects that I've got going on right here, of the fanciest desks, which is a four by eight sheet of plywood on some sawhorses. What is success? I, I think success comes down to it's got to come down to happiness for me. What I enjoy and being able to do that out of all the, the weird things and the management and the running companies and training guys and everything else i still enjoy engineering the electrics of a show and deploying that and going out and and running it i st- i enjoy running the cable pulling feeder hanging the light getting all that and running the running a crew of local guys to get the show in i enjoy that so much and so success for me is being able to do that and enjoy that is what i enjoy and is what is successful for me but being able to enjoy that and train all of these other people to be able to do that. And I can at this point. Because I have fantastic guys that I've trained so far. Being able to hand that to them. And they go do that show. And I know it'll be to the level that I prefer a show. The way I like to do it. And with their flair. Because everyone has their own way of doing what it is. But doing it to the level that I like. The level that I've trained them. That That's one part of success for me. Being happy is a whole other side of that. Being able to be happy where I'm at. which has not been a hard one for me because I always just enjoyed where I'm at and I'm not going to be somewhere I'm not happy I'm not going to be in a situation where I'm not happy so it's been really easy for me but now it's even easier with Jen in the yard and the little farm and and still training people and that's it su- su- It's it's doing what you love it is who is it micro don't do what you're passionate about but take it with you I love being able to do what I'm passionate about. I love being able to do what I love yeah. and what I enjoy. And being able to do that the rest of my life is that would be success for me.
0: Okay, and there's another thing, that, another perfect example of being able to do what you wanna do. I, I called Talis. I was in Macau on a gig. I was really buried. Uh, I was in a pinch and I, I needed I needed somebody. And Talis was in a position to be able to get on a plane and come out for four months. And T.D. It was a lot of fun. And that ability for you to go out and help people and serve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just awesome. And it happened once at the Sierra Tua, and I was, I had an emotional breakdown. And my ex-wife called my go-to guy, who was off doing his own business, called Talus. And when I came back to the theater, there was Talus and a couple of the guys saying, where do I go? What do we need what needs to happen here to open the show? and and it was it was as if you know the gods had come off of mount olympus and showed up to say you here's a pina colada you sit down we will make a <laughs> you standing out as a, a hero that's a quality i want to i always want to be i always want to be like that i want to have that strength that stay calm that can do that like I'm not afraid and i don't care what people think that's another one of your hallmarks
1: i don't care what people think i'm just doing the right thing and like it or not helping people whether you like it or not yeah yeah i i always i love that's a whole nother exciting thing but
0: all right tell us uh i i love you and respect you more than can be expressed in words i really man thank you so much for taking this time i'm really Any, excited anytime uh, if people wanted to hire you and say, I like I want that guy to, to do my next gig, how would they get a hold of you and say, come do my
1: gig? Black Ops A V, Jen runs that on the Instagram, always posting whatever we're doing or trying. I think our website's pretty good, blackopsav.com. Best is send me an email. I yeah. respond to those really well. Talus at Black Ops A V. We'll put it on there, That's man. Thank
0: you. I just wish you all of the very best success. and
1: You, you make me happen. sound cooler than I really am. <laughs>
0: and, <laughs> and, I, he's, and he's got the humility to go along with it. No. But your broad shoulders, you're making a difference in the world as I see it. I think that that's going to ripple out and affect uh, people we can't even measure. Uh, your influence is going to be manifest. We're going to run into somebody someday and they're going to say something or they're going to react somewhere and we're going to go, that's Talos. They learned that from you. And that gets passed on and passed on. So keep up the, keep up the, the amazing work, man.
1: Oh, I will try. Give my
0: best to the crew. I will. Stay awesome, brother.